Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello there, and you're all very welcome to this special best of the Tommy Hector and Dorita episode. We've listened back to the first 10 shows and we've selected some magic moments for you to relive. We hope you enjoy it. A half 10 every morning, ah. religious for me. I go into the utility in my house, the utility. Right. And there's a load of coats on the back of the door. I can hardly get in with coats. There's coats there I haven't worn in 40. And you sit on the, on the bowl and hold on to the coats. <laughs> door closed because there's no key no lock and you know what I, I just go in there there's no pictures on the walls it's is, is tiny it, is there any ventilation there's a window but there's about six clothes horses 14 <laughs> pairs of boots 600 O'Neill size fives there's about there's rubbish and old hurleys and everything in the utility toilet and I'd be sandwiched in there and i just go and someone then I can hear someone in the kitchen going I'm in here by the way <laughs> just and then I have to look for the links deodorant I remember your, there's no links here lads I remember uh, but I remember visiting your house as a teenager and you, none of your toilets had locks on the door and I'd often be wandering out from the kitchen and hear your mother shouting out <laughs> I'm in here by the way <laughs> just let anybody who's passing know I'm, I'm in here by the way <laughs> I don't know if it's a Hukka Kyogun thing or a Hukka that I'm in here, by the way. <laughs> this podcast is part of the Acast Creator Network. Thinking of stories um, of Navan, I just some of my dreams bring me back to Navan, but it brings me back to the house I used to live in, which is a, a bungalow outside. About two miles out the Atboy Road near the school, and uh, I've told some stories about it before, but there was a, it was just a normal 70s bungalow, but we had one toilet and one bath. We had no shower. And it reminds mm. me of the good old days. Nobody had showers back then. Nobody no. had showers. Nobody. This Triton TS90, there was none of that invented. Shower. The idea of cleaning yourself standing up just hadn't reached me. Either. I, I think and what you we only did, washed once a week as well. I think really? what, what we did have. But I, I remember as well, like just in terms of the whole cleanliness thing, I remember we'd have double PE first thing on a Monday morning. And you'd be, you'd be, you'd, you'd be, do you think you'd have a shower afterwards? 
you Not were just bet with sweat for the rest yeah. of the day. Straight into a class yeah, after yeah. it. And the sweat. The and geography. The, and then the sun would beat in the window and there'd be a lad beside you from the country and the smell well, would be off his fair isle jumper. Yeah. yeah, there was always one lad that was just a little just bit Just didn't smelly. get it. Yeah. B.O. But the bat, I remember we got fancy. We did have the, the, the rubber thing that you jammed up the, the, on the two pipes and it was a rubber type of little shower oh yeah remember yeah, that it was a oh, that's remember, right. remember that we all had it back you put it on to you the, put it on the taps you like, a yo- <laughs> like a yoke you'd put on uh, a beige after and her after Cavan exactly almost like a milking machine type thing but yes. anyway yes. so so the, 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 the whole tradition in our family was there was only one bath once a week and we all used yeah. the same water <laughs> on a Saturday the lads but you all got into the one bath well, no, the boys. Now, this is the boys' bath yeah. would be a Saturday. This is a ritual in my house right. on a Saturday. We would all have a bath on a Saturday evening. It's me and me two brothers. But we would use the same bath water. Right. And then on certain occasions, if we were small enough, we'd all get in the bath together. Right, yeah. yeah. And I was 13. My brother was 15. I'm in here just to let you know. Oh, well, I'm coming in now. I'm in here, by the way. So <laughs> we're, we're all in the bath, by the way. And we're all in here now. So... So at one stage, Freddie, me older brother, would always decide who gets into what part Aww. of the bat. Because oh, he'd yeah. say, I'm getting in the bat where I can slide down at the back. Yeah. The little, Mark, my little brother, would get in the middle. And then, no, I'd get in the middle sometimes. And then I'd say, Mark, you're the smallest. We'll Aww. jam you up against the hot tap. The worst part. <laughs> so the three of us have been in the bat. But anyway, we'd wash ourselves and clean ourselves in the water. And it was Saturday around eight o'clock. Always on a Saturday evening, and we get out and we'd have our towel, one or two towels, maybe share a towel. No, then we had three towels, <laughs> and then we'd make our way down to the fire in the sort of kitchen TV room because the sitting room was a good room. There's no fire in there. Right. And then the nine o'clock news would be. Oh, it was freezing in this in that, the good room. Wasn't yeah. It? Oh man, yeah, yeah. The, the, the sitting room was never there. used, really, was it? Really? No. The good room. Hang slabs of meat or. They'd never put on the heating the in the good room. turkey could be left there for Christmas. And the curtain, close the curtains in the good room there. And you go in and it'd be fusty. Going, when are we ever in this room? And the net curtains. <laughs> so we'd dry ourselves off at the fire in the little side of TV come kitchen area and we'd be naked, bollock naked, drying ourselves off. And by the time we'd be dry, Dallas would come on the telly then around half nine. And then I always remember drying myself and I'm watching Dallas and half naked. And I thought it was a great time of the year. Great time and how old week. would you have been now? Uh, thir- 12 or 13. 12 or 13, Jesus. And wasn't your mummy great for letting the three of you traipse around the house in your nip and you're not like four well, I mean, or five? We, yeah, we were four or five and six and seven and eight and nine and ten and ten and eleven and twelve. But it was just us. I don't know if when, after about 15 or 16 <laughs> we stopped doing it. You were, you were very old. <laughs> uh, and, and Sue Ellen would come out in Dallas and Lucy and uh, oh, I, I just see. thought it was a great time and to things. be drying myself and those traditions. But That we, was a great time to be drying yourself. That's what you just said. Sue Ellen would yeah. come on. But it was great sharing a bath, sharing a bath on a Saturday night, the simple things. And now when I say to people, will you have a bath? You almost look at you going, bath? I'll have a shower. You can't no, hang on. You can't beat Hang a- on. You would say to people, <laughs> would you have a bat? Well, my kids, I mean. I mean, like, maybe so, kids. So, somebody might call to the house. <laughs> and no and, uh, one, he doesn't know. Well, John, and the two of you are in the kitchen, and after an hour and a half, there's nothing happening, and you just go, would you have a, would you have a bat? <laughs> he's going, what? Can you imagine? Come on, the two of us. No. I'll get up in the taps. I'll take the taps. <laughs> Can you imagine if you said to somebody, well, I'll give you two towels. You well, can slide well, down. Well, Trace, how are you keep? Would you like a bat? 
And then we used to get a spoon of this vitamin thing. I don't know where my mother got it, but it was called radio mulching. <laughs> oh, I don't think it was for. <laughs> I'm not joking. You. We used to line up and half naked with the towels. <laughs> Line up like we're queuing for communion. I think that's, a pa- I think that's paint. <laughs> a paint colour. What's it called again? Radio, radio. radio motion. <laughs> what the fuck is that? That was that ever a thing? Was that ever was okay? It was luminous. It was luminous yellow Us. stuff in a big, in the big bottle. It was like a six liter bottle, and we'd line up. Was it? Like my cast- mother would say, "Open up." <laughs> We have naked with the towel watching Dallas. Oh, is it like castor oil, oil kind of stuff? That was, that was my vitamins for the week. And what effect did it have? I don't know. We used to just <laughs> take it. And At ra- night time though, ra- didn't Radio I? mulching. I swear to God, that was the name of it. It was Couldn't yellow I syrup. I check if that's real. Trina, the mother. Open up, open up. A big tumble teaspoon what in. Flavor, what flavour was it? It was a yellowy, really like citrusy, banana. citrusy, oh. citrusy taste. And radio, then, radio was it called? Definitely. Radio mulching. Please, somebody somewhere help me with this. Big, big brown bottle like you'd see in an old style. And uh, I, that was our laboratory. There was, but you <laughs> for cattle. But look at how 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 far ahead of our t- of our time was my mother giving us these vitamins back in the early, late seventies, and coming out of the bath on a Saturday night. <laughs> you get your vitamins like dosing cattle. It it sounds like the stuff you get off a vet now as opposed <laughs> to a chemist. Oh man! <laughs> or the chemist made it up himself. Yeah. Okay, line up the three of us. Oh man, it was great days. But I love those those memories. I love those memories. 65 hours flying Yeah Doesn't that do queer things to the body <laughs> That's what I was going to ask like you 65 you... hours of compressed air How do you sleep Or do you take anything to help you sleep oh, we've, uh, Listen I have the sleeping tablets down to a tea There's a thing there's, No the best ones are called Still Knocked Which are German They're called Sleep Night Still Night Still Knocks <laughs> And they're purple liquids They're lovely little white babies They're, ten, oh, right. they're just 10 mils And they, they're just little creepers so Creepers They're little lovely creepers Called Still Knocks when I go travelling, I have, I am a walking dispensary. Oh, me too. Now, I've, I've, I've started doing that when I go to America. Oh, my But America's Lord. great for buying the owl sleeping tablets. Larita. ZZ quills. Z-Z-Z-Z-Z. When you're, in, when you're in 125 degrees humidity in Borneo oh. uh, with a headhunter tribe and you're chaffing under the gusset <laughs> <laughs> as you walk through a forest... And you're there going, Jesus, oh. the big jocks are sticking oh. And the sweat is running down the crevice of your arse. Oh, and you're disgusting. there going, I think I'm after starting to chaff. Oh. And then that night you get back to the little sort of a shack you're staying in and you look down oh. and it's like red raw. Oh. And then I go, oh, hang on, let's go over to my little dispensary. And I get out my pot of pseudo creme. Right. And three fingers in and whack. <laughs> three fingers in. Thanks for that description. And then, uh, you know, I bring everything. I bring a thing. The greatest, one of the greatest tablets, lads, you can ever get. The still knocks are the, 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 the sleeping tablet of choice. 10 milligrams, which is quite mild, but it's just to make you feel a little bit bendy and a bit sleepy. Bendy. bendy and a bit soft. And they're lovely. Yeah, and then you wake up and you can't move. Your two shoulders are like glued to wherever they are. And is there a, a slight hangover feeling from them? A tiny bit, but not much. If you took 50 milligrams of sleeping tablets or 100 milligrams, you'd be comatose. 10 milligrams. 
Ten, what do you the, think? The ZZ quills are a bad job. <laughs> what about those? What's, what's ZZ quills? ZZ quills. I think I have some in my handbag there. We take some. ZZ quills? They're purple liquid tablets, you know, oh. for sleep. For, you I'd, get I'd, them in America. I'd anywhere. be like Leonardo DiCaprio in the Wolf of Wall Street when he's trying to get from, <laughs> from the house into the car. Do you remember that? What's oh, brilliant. When he, he took the laudanum. What did he take? No, La- what? Laudanum, I think. But what was he calling them? Quaaludes. Quaaludes. Quaaludes, yeah. Netflix. But they do dry out afterwards. Do you know what you know, I don't know what kind of an accent <laughs> that was. You know, that was the I went full Dublin mode there. Um, they do like I feel afterwards, like after taking them. Put you down after taking the the, the ZZ tops. ZZ quills. Okay. Not quills. The ZZ quills. That like after when you wake up after you've had a good sleep, your mouth is completely dried but out. How, how many of them? Or what dosage would you take? Just Take two of them. When would you two? Take them? two. They, so they come in a little packet of two each, like you know, like two paracetamol, two Zizi quills, and then you <laughs> take them and you sleep. Uh, I take them on the planes. Yeah, but I you, take them on the plane too. You, I don't take them you, when I'm going you, to bed. Why, at but night. Why, why, why have you got them in your bag? Just in case I have to fly anywhere. But you're today. not flying anywhere from Mayo today. <laughs> you're well, driving might, a fucking car. I might get a phone call. I have a, have a couple of easy quills in my bag. <laughs> Zizi quills, not easy quills. <laughs> Sorry, you left the house with two ZZ quills in case you have to fly anywhere. That's not being stagnant. I can tell you that. At all times, you work for the CIA or something. (laughs) Just in case we're flying today, don't forget your ZZ quills. Always be prepared. Might get a a call. Sorry, lads, have to fly to Panama. I can't and even find the key. I can't find the car keys in the fucking morning. You, you, you have easy quiz. And the passport, just in case. You do just not have your case. passport. Not in my handbag now. And would you be? Would you only take them when you're flying? Then you wouldn't be in a rhythm of taking them once or twice a week. If you I were. was out in Thailand before on my holidays. Now <laughs> Tommy's like, oh for fuck's sake, another traveller. <laughs> no, I was in Thailand and on holidays, and we were in this. Irish bar and we became friendly with the man that owns the bar right so he said to us oh will you need any um, tablets when you're uh, going home will you be yeah, it's a long flight you know <laughs> and I says oh I might do yeah and he's like this is about 10 or 12 years ago and uh, he says oh come up to the office there now and I'll give you something so he gave me a bag <laughs> Tommy's face is killing me. <laughs> Come up to the office. Yeah. So he gave me a little. There's eight thousand blue tablets in there. A fella would be at blue. the airport. They were blue, but he only gave me. He gave me. He gave me six of them. What? Right. So now, I was there writing on them or anything? They were diazepam, I think. Oh, Jesus, Marita, you're some woman for the brand. What, what is that? Diazepams. Diazepam. They're like. Is that th- the stuff on Christmas cake? Where is it? <laughs> <laughs> That's Marty. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you get all this uh, diazepam? I I got them before when I hurt my back. So the doctor, they're prescription tablets, like what a diazepam. Do? What like, do they do? A lot of the lads that are on the street, like just out of their heads on tablets, they take diazepam. They're just, they're like tranquilizers. Yeah, sort of. Like, Is it a nice feeling? Oh yeah, lovely feeling. <laughs> but anyway, right. So I said, me and my best friend Audrey were both flying home separately because she had been travelling to Australia. So I said to her, right, you take three of them and I'll take three. Three of them? No, just there were six. No, I didn't mean actually physically. Male girls, <laughs> we're pure crack. <laughs> I didn't mean take the three, like just have them there, you know, just in case. Yeah. So I gave her three and I took three. And as it turns out, she had overstayed her visa. Okay. In, Thailand, right? And she was brought into a into a, you know being interviewed. This is right banged up abroad, Balanar style. Here she is thinking, oh shit, I've got those three tablets, like 
what the fuck? She goes, can I, can I go to the toilet? <laughs> so she, she flushed them down the toilet oh, in fear she was going to get that, caught. But yeah, yeah. anyway, she... Of course, that's not a suspicious sound in a no, guard the station. No, can, can I, I go, go to, to the, the toilet? toilet? <laughs> but she says, somebody had said to her, because she, she had discovered on the way to the airport that she was overstayed, so there okay. might be a problem. So they said to her, oh, look, just, just bribe them. You know, give them money. If they bring you into the room, just give them money. So <laughs> she gives them money. And the woman that's interviewing her starts freaking out in Thailand. So what Captain Cap? And there's and there's war. And the next thing, the interpreter's like, they bring in someone. Are you trying to bribe this person? Oh, Jesus Christ! And here she is. No, no, not at all. I was just she. I was just giving her some money for her family, and not at all was I bribing her. But she ended up having to pay a big, massive, uh, you know, like fine. Maybe maybe for us, it might be a thousand euro. For yeah. that, it was like fifty thousand baht. <sighs> She went to the air, she went to the ATM. She had no money in it, and this really big fat American man was standing at the ATM, and he saw her really distressed, and he asked her what was wrong, and she said, "Oh, I, I need to pay a fine and blah blah blah." And he went and he took out the money and he gave it to her, wow. and she never got his name or anything, and just paid her fine for her like. That's wonderful was, kindness. There you go now. Continuation of Thailand story part so, six. So, so anyway, I'm on my own flight. Separate. Yeah. So the first thing I did was I says I must well take one of them now, and see how I get on. So I took I took one and a half of the blue tablets. I was just so tempted by them, and they were small. You know, they weren't that big. So I took one and a half. I swear to God, lads. So I was flying from Thailand to uh, Amsterdam and Amsterdam to Dublin, and. And then I was getting the bus from Dublin <laughs> down to Athlone where I was, and I was driving home from Athlone. <laughs> right. I swear At the to God, I, th- I woke up three days later. <laughs> I remember being up, I remember waking up when the flight stopped. They, they woke me up in Amsterdam and I had to get off. And all I remember thinking was, just go to the gate. Just get to your next gate. And with all of my power, I was march power marching through the airport to well, sit yeah, out of it. And the next thing, gone again. <laughs> and I'm sitting at the gate. <sighs> the snores. This this fellow woke me up. He says, are, are you on this flight? <laughs> yeah. On to the plane. I was gone again. <laughs> the whole way from Thailand. Class. I don't know what tablets they were. <laughs> but they definitely worked. Are you on this flight? <laughs> I woke up, got onto the bus in Dublin. Again, go straight to the bus. Whatever you're doing, go straight to the bus. Just get onto the be- get onto your mode of transport. Got on the bus and then gone go- again. Gone again. Like I, I said to the bus driver, I'm getting out in Athlone. Can you make sure I get out there? I, I don't know what the hell oh, they were. That's brilliant. Um, so I suppose the message from this segment oh, would be... man in an Irish barrier. I'll don't, take six of these. Don't take tablets from anyone. Well, you see, Thailand is, has that synthetic. Thailand invented fucking Red Bull. Oh, they, I had it. It's I mean, full of amphetamines. Oh, man, they have the full moon parties. Thailand are the oh. fucking world leaders. They give you a sandcastle <laughs> bucket and they put vodka into it and they put this little dropping of Red Bull into it and they put seven up into it yeah, and I swear to it's God it's more than Red Bull. They should blow the two <laughs> eyes clean out of your full moon party. No sleep, no sleep. Cap and cap. Our podcast is available for download on all major platforms. Is that correct? Very well said. Yeah. Well done. Very well said. Very professional. I, I, I used to record some ads on Midwest Radio and you'd have to go into ad mode, you know. Welcome to Carmel's Fashions in Ballina. Sale now on. I'd love to do an ad for, say, 
a drink, like an alcoholic drink. I'd have no problem doing that. Oh, yeah. I'd have no problem doing an ad for, say, toilet paper or for tea or okay. for coffee. You know? That jocks. I, I'd, I'd do a good, I'd, I love jocks. I love good quality. Yeah, underpants. jocks, underpants. You don't, that's the thing you don't hear a lot of ads for underpants. Yeah, well, maybe we could do that, do an ad for underpants. Uh, mm. Cars. Uh, imagine if. No, I a, couldn't do. No, no, not for. No. No, not for a car. Jimmy Faulkner Motors. Jimmy Faulkner, Monster Evan, County Gildare. For all your motoring needs. Isuzu, Pajero, BMW. What? Jesus, you've got ears blown. Jimmy Faulkner Motors. <laughs> Monster Evan. <laughs> get back from the microphone when you're shouting. You've no microphone Jeez. technique at all. 51 976 Jimmy Faulkner. JimmyFaulkner.com. <laughs> Were the levels you know, high on that? You could shout you know and go back. Yeah, oh, yeah, go back. Just yeah, talk back. into it. Jimmy Faulkner Motors. <laughs> Monster <laughs> Evan. Isuzu. Pijero. Have a car. We'll scrap it. <laughs> Have a fucking... <laughs> no, that's the ads we should do. We should do local ads Farming for local. ads. Like uh, sheep dip or something. John Mohan, piping and valve fitting. Back, back, back. <laughs> pipes, bro- valves and fittings. John Mohan, for all your pipes, valves and wavin pipes. My brother's a plumber. You could do... So, so... <laughs> Somebody. Sheila Cassidy, <laughs> nail bar. <laughs> Sheila Cassidy, nail bar. Ballina, ballon robe. <laughs> Bell mullet. Sheila Cassidy, your number one home for nails. <laughs> In Mayo. <laughs> your number one home for nails. <laughs> Problem with your jacks? <laughs> John Flaherty, rotting services. <laughs> Remember your father saying, get out here and help me with the sticks and rod this fucking toilet. Rod. We'll solve the problem. John Flaherty rodding. She, that's, oh. Isn't that really good? Sheila, Sheila Flaherty's the, yeah. home, the home of nails. The home of nails. Yeah, we could work on that. They're that's, the ads we should make. Sheila. And anyone, anyone who wants to sponsor the show can sponsor them. Sorry, hello. What's wrong, Tommy? You're, he's, he's turning into a fucking Tommy the Technician here. <laughs> Fucking, he's like this fucker that's been running the studio for Action. 40 you do Action. I'm not ready yet. Uh, is it? No, turn off your microphone. Check your headphones. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Um, be a bit more enthusiastic. Well, he's trying to tell you be a bit more enthusiastic. All right, we'll start again. Is he doing shreds? Welcome back to the podcast. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> off. What? Okay, knowledge. What is wrong what with is you? What is wrong with you, Tommy? You're like a lunatic sound engineer. Okay, so the I I think it was I think it's important that everybody learns something new every week. Uh, I think n- between the fucking sniffles here, will you get a fucking tissue, Tommy? You've been sneezing for the last fucking I ten think minutes. And if, wrong I, with if I don't give him eye contact when he's telling a story, he'll give me the devil eyes. Yeah. I'm always giving you eye contact. Yeah, but, yeah, but you're never no, no, listening to me. I'm listening now. Learn listen something new every week. Yeah, listen. I think he needs to go outside <laughs> and have a walk. Stop fucking what? sniffing you and blow your nose. nose spray or something. I, I can't, I can't, I'm, I'm not using your nose spray. Well, I know not that, but you need something. <laughs> Hector's going to be in the sinus <laughs> I believe to learn something new. You've said this already. Every week. <laughs> <laughs> something 
something really important. Louise, I'm going to look at you for this. Already I'm not this. even so. Knowledge, I think, is very important, and I don't think we should ever stop learning. I think it was the German philosopher Dietrich Bartracht that said. <laughs> If he fucking said, I think it was the ju- if Tommy, no, but it you was would just be like the way this. You You'd be like going, "Oh, that's mad! No, you read so many no, books." But you know what was so you funny? See, I knew no, you made it no, up no, from the start. No, I didn't make it up. Dietrich Bartrick said that learning. <laughs> <laughs> he's the German philosopher who said that learning something. What's his name? Bartrick. Just because you've loaded books behind you in every interview you do, you don't you? <laughs> Listen. He doesn't sound terrible. Tommy, oh, Tommy, well, don't. Look, no. Bartract. Dietrich Bartract. It sounds like a train line. You, listen to what he says. Okay, he go on. Says, what did he say? What learning he say? something new brings your upstairs in life. It brings the brain to an upstairs in life. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A fella rod. brought me out fishing off the coast of Belmullet. On a date? like No, no. It was a few of us going, right? Go and on, uh, I, I was bringing 
two friends that weren't from around. They were they're from Ireland, like, but they weren't from around Mayo. So I brought them out. Fishing. Strangers. So this fella says, oh, "I'll take you out in the boat, right?" <laughs> so of course, three girls. They thought, well, three girls. No, there was a man and a woman. So I said to him, "Swingers." So the first thing, <laughs> was it? first thing he Swinger did, Swinger Island. We arrived out anyway. Got left off by this local fella from Balmolis at the boat, and they said, "Oh." Is, is this the boat that we'll be going out fishing on? I says, oh, not at all. I said, this is probably, probably bringing us to his right boat. No one fine well it was one of those. He had two engines at the top of it. You know the typical boat you'd see on a lake? A like, boat boat, yeah. A lake boat, as opposed to a one you'd bring out in the sea. If You know what I mean? They're like little blue kind of undercarriages and they've like four little little seats across them. I don't know. I'm not familiar with boating terms. I'm no, not sure. And you're not doing a great job of describing this boat. <laughs> Just either. a small wooden boat. Per- perfect. With two it's engines. You'll yes. save a lot of time if you start off your description <laughs> so of he says the, And he says the first thing he says to us I brought a packet of biscuits for you for the journey. Uh, I bought chocolate chip ones. Do you like them? I says oh Jesus yeah absolutely. So anyway we got into the boat life jackets on and uh Shenda said to me, she goes, Shenda? Yeah, she goes, um, <laughs> she goes, are we, are we, are we going out on this boat to him? Oh, Jesus, he says, we are, we are, we are. So anyway, we go, goes right out, like, and I mean, he's out in the sea at this stage and I'm sitting there going, don't think I'm going to make it back. Just the water was coming right, splashing in at you, right? Your hand is here and the sea, yeah. like the sea is like so f- Scary, yes. and here we are out in this little boat. Anyway, there's no it. roads in the sea, Whew. so we're out there. And I'm thinking, All that's water. it now. I'm dead. I'm not going to make it back, and I have to make and peace we... with myself now that I'm not going to come back here. So anyway, he land out, stops the engines, oh, way terrible. way out, like you could see <laughs> not the cliffs. <laughs> you could see the, the cliffs out at uh, Ballycastle. How many of you were in this small boat? It was five of us. A man and a woman, and, and Shenda and was there, was she? Shenda was there, Shenda. and Charles. Where? Shenda and Charles. Prince, Prince Charles, the a prince from Nigeria. He was what? in the bush, yeah. So anyway, there, there. Oh, hang on a second. Whoa. Shenda yeah. and the prince of Nigeria yeah. were on a boat with you in Clue Bay. No, and out in the Atlantic Ocean. Oh, there's my microphone. It's just yeah, but what part? Uh, out in Belmullet, off the coast, oh, like on the Atlantic Ocean. And where? How did you get a prince from Nigeria on a boat? They're friends of friends of mine. Friends of mine. So, um, which was very disappointing to be on this little little boat, right? And here's your man, typical Mayo, typical Belmullet, right? And um, so, was this supposed to impress the prince? Like, was he supposed to... Well, in Tommy, do your terms. Niger- Let Tommy do his Nigerian accent here. No. Go I, on, Tommy. No, no need for just... Go a... on, Tommy. Well, welcome. welcome uh, no, that's no, not it. No, no, go on, Tommy. No, I, I, He's uh, not Indian. What the fuck is this place I am here in? <laughs> He's got a very, his accent's very <laughs> cultured because he's lived in Ireland for years. Well, I can't do an accent unless I feel encouraged do and confident. Do the Nigerian prince. <laughs> do, a, do the Nigerian I just want to say that this has been a great day for me to go fishing with you in Belmallet. <laughs> but I cannot swim. None of my family, where I come from, is a landlocked country. We have no sea. What? This water does not, t- it's... It, it's salty water. I do not like salty water. Shenda, Shenda. Shenda. No, don't worry. Chocolate I am chip ju- cookies. I am just asking Shenda why. It, don't, please, this is a dispute. This is a dispute between Shenda and myself. We will, we will sort it out. <laughs> oh, 
I wonder, I wonder, would you ask that vision man, please? Could you turn the boat around and get us? Leave it out, Shenda. Oh, poor old Shenda got an earful. I don't know if this if this story warrants an end now. So what happened anyway? So anyway, we went out fishing. So he stops the boat, stops the engine, and. Stop. And he says, he says, we're as well do a bit of fishing now, he says. Did you ever do a bit of fishing before? <laughs> I don't give a fuck about fishing. Get me back to land right now. Lagos. <laughs> Prince Shenda. Princess Shenda and the Prince of Nigeria. So he, he asked what he asked. So anyway, we went fishing and uh, the next thing, so he drops, you know, I said, oh, where's the fishing rods? Oh, just have it here. It was just like a piece of timber about that's that. Is that a f- Did you charter this boat? Did you about pay a foot? This man no, for this? no, about a foot long. It's a piece <laughs> foot of long fishing rod. No, yes, it was a piece of timber. Was he, was he stabbing the with, fish or something? With a load of like fishing line Tied on wrapped it. around it and a few hooks on it. And I think I'm I'm there going, oh Christ above! Is this like? What like, was fucking Prince McKembe saying? He was. You can see he was yeah. amazed by okay. what was going on. So anyway, put down. He dropped down the line. As he drops down the line, he says to me, do you see that milk carton over there? And uh, it was one of those plastic milk cartons. You know what the handle on it? What? <laughs> and he opens. There's a hole in the side of it. And he goes, give me that there. Now he says, I need to do a little wee-wee. Right? So the boat stopped. He's going to Put it back. Put that back in your pants right now. What? Are you using that for a bit? What? So he hands. I'll show you a cock. I'll show you a cock. You could catch Moby Dick on this dick. <laughs> oh, so he hands Charlie the he hands Charlie the fishing thing, whatever you call it, and he starts pissing into this little milk thing, right? And then he pours it out into the water and pulls up the fish. I thought Shenda was going to die right there and then. And he says to us, "We're getting off the boat. Would you like a couple of these fish to bring home?" <laughs> No, your grand thanks. <laughs> I have never in my uh, life, Larita, heard anything like that. In it was like, I think that's one of the best fucking stories I've heard <laughs> on this podcast. Sorry, this story is so long it needs to be broke up into sections. But so we're on the way back, right? Charlie's starting maybe get sick now because the boat is, is like Prince Charlie. The Just boat, the pr- yeah, the Prince yeah. Prince Charles. How's the Shenda? boat is. Shenda's fine, but the boat's wa- wafting, if that's the right word, no, or wa- waving. Or yeah, wafting is the word smell. used for a smell. But it moves, that's why. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, so, yeah, yeah. could you? Mm-hmm. I can let that go. I can, I can let that go. Yeah. Would you let it wafting. go? Uh, yeah, what was let, wafting? let that go. Yeah, wafting, wafting. It sounds good. The next thing he says, now I have a little treat for you, he says. I did that in New Zealand. Wafted. Yeah. White water. <laughs> White water wafted. <laughs> Jesus. Um, Me and my friend went white water wafting. <laughs> wafting. So he, thanks, just to clarify that I didn't say that. Um, but he gives us little, you know, those little f- 
uh, Goodall, I think, they're little food colouring bottles. Yes, you, yeah. With the label taken off. And he gives us all one of them. That's dropping a butch in for you now. He says, drink it up. So, of course, I drank mine. And Charlie, you can take him off again in a second, said I, he wasn't sure if it was something he could drink. Yeah. So anyway, we get back into the, we get out of the boat. Alive. Alive. Thanks. I really did think yeah. this is it. Got out. He put us into his van then to bring us back into Belmullet Town. And he opens the back door of the highest van and he says, now ladies, you can sit in here. <laughs> he opened the van and there was a side table there was an armchair and there was a bed in the back. Bolted down to the... F- on the Bolted down to, down <laughs> to the back of the highest oh, van. Classic. With a duvet on it and the whole lot. <laughs> and he says to us, you can sit in there now, girls. So we sat on the bed. Then there's no in windows. The there's the no windows or anything. So you're sitting there in pure darkness going, <laughs> this is like... The whole thing was not no bizarre enough this that we were on this boat. In you go, girls. In you go. And here he is. Shenda thought she's been trafficked again. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> so then he goes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is not the first time I've been in a dark van <laughs> travelling across land. No, Shenda's not from Nigeria. Oh. so <laughs> Where's she from? She's from Dublin. Shenda. Shenda from Dorky, is it? No. Go on anyway. So, so, so we, we sat into the back of the van and the next thing he's there swigging out of the bottle. <laughs> I realise I didn't have to do that for purposes. Go this on, is not on. graphic. But he's, so Charlie says to him, uh, what, what, is, what is that you're drinking? Yeah. And he says, just it's a bit more of that stuff, in, that stuff we had out in the boat. He says, just another little dropping to warm me up on the way in. So he's, he's driving the van. <laughs> <laughs> drinking the bunchy. <laughs> What a story. And the three women are in pitch black. Two of us in the back going, oh, for fuck. And did you think you were going to get rode or something? Was there... No, he told, he told me he sometimes sleeps in the van. In you ah, go now, right, girls. Yeah. So Can like, I ask you, are you still in touch with the Prince of Nigeria? Yes, yes, oh, yes. Oh, man, yes. we're going to have so many podcast downloads in Lagos. Like I said so to my father, going through I, like I said to my father one time, I was 14 or 15, I was going through a hard time, and he said, Tom, I wouldn't be great at the emotions. So just leave it off. So just leave it there. And I said, fair enough. That's the end of that. I wasn't good at emotions either, my father. Do you know what I mean? No, but, uh, and he said, uh, go, go out there and uh, go for a ride on, on that girl's bicycle. I might cop onto yourself. And buy us, bring us back a loaf of bread. I never, ever forget the day I sat my father. I said, tonight's a big night, Dad. Channel 4 is starting. And he's that was emotional. And we sat together on the couch and at 12 o'clock in, on whatever day in the middle of the 80s, Channel 4 started at 12 o'clock on a Friday night and me and my father sat on the couch in the kitchen in Navin and I said, we're going to watch this movie. And he says, is this a good station? I said, yeah, there's a movie on it now called Scum. And we watched Scum <laughs> with Ray Winston Bates <laughs> with Iron Bar. And we watched Scum together, and about tw- twenty six minutes into it, then there was a lad being bent over a shower. <laughs> or no, in the greenhouse, he was potting plants, and two lads came in <laughs> and closed the door of the greenhouse. And I'm about fourteen, sitting with me dad. And next minute, <laughs> your man was potting. You could see his face. He wasn't potting. They were. They he, were was, he was being planted. He was. <laughs> And I said to me, Dad, it's a good old movie, Dad, isn't it? <laughs> I have to sit there with the whole scum. Oh. Great, great channel, Channel 4. 
and your father said nothing during the no we just didn't say much during the during, next meditation during the rape scene. he wouldn't have turned it off and put on something else no. great movie scum that, that was back in the days where we had to change channel with your finger oh yeah so it was easier to leave the anal rape scene on rather than get him off the chair and two minutes later the boys are playing pool your man puts six pool balls into a sock and goes down and belts it off and me, I'm sitting there in the middle of nav and my father on a Saturday point night going this is a great movie dad See, that, that's emotion scum Larissa that's emotion that's <laughs> see the fella being yes raped planted. in the first ever in, movie on channel 4 in a greenhouse it's uh, emotion Ray Winston right okay, alright well, right. I was I found a film last night and gone mad watching films that have subtitles from Denmark and oh, yeah. Iceland oh the best Jesus yeah. I found one last night called Men and Chicken <laughs> Chickens Chickens and Men <laughs> it was the most <laughs> disturbing film I've ever watched where, where did you go to this on Netflix I, don't, I think it might have been on Men and no, Chicken. No, it wasn't on Netflix. I don't know, was it on Sky Cinema or something? Anyway, I... Give, give us a go of it. This was... Abs- I, I, I woke up this morning thinking about it. I turned it off midway through. I had, like a good, I'd say, 20 minutes left. It was absolutely fucked up, right? What was going on? From the get-go. What was, what was going on? The first scene was that the father dies. No, this man dies in the hospital. And the one the sons has this impediment where he keeps going <laughs> Right? And I'm like, is he going to is vomit? This foreign language. Yes. He keeps going like as if he's going to vomit. And the father dies in the bed. The next thing there's a video left in the hospital room and he rings the brother who has this is I can't believe I'm actually saying this, but the brother is has an obsession with wanking himself. Or well anyway. So he's there on a date. With this woman who's in a wheelchair and she's a psychotherapist and he's telling her his problems. And the next thing he goes to the toilet and he's at himself in the bathroom, cubicle. And the brother rings and he That's says... That's emotion. Dad is dead. And he go come to the hospital now. Next thing, there's a video. Yeah, he's at that all the time. And there's a video they watch. They go home to your man's apartment and they watch the video and the video is hilarious. The video, the father puts on the camera and as the father goes to sit down in the chair, all you... When he sits in the chair, all you can see is his underpants, right? Not his face. And he says, in Danish, lads, I'm not your real father. And you're not, you don't have the same mother as you do. And your real father is X. And then the next thing, a a game show takes over the recording of it. And it, it's mental. It's this, it's this island of Denmark called Orf or something or Ork or Or. So they'd get this boat down to this island. And the next thing... They get to the house. It used to be a san. What do you call those san- sanitarium? Yes, they're all they're all like bred weirdly. And they all have hair lips. What and time of the day were you watching this? I was watching it last night, and there's a load of ducks that have been bred with pigs, and there's a big prize bull in one of the rooms, and there's one lad who's about twenty five stone. There's another lad whose nose is actually not formed. There's a turkey that has the feet of as hooves. So a turkey horse. Turkey horse. Turkey horse. 
And then this absolute moron of a brother goes, <laughs> Get me the director you, quick. you want to, he brings him in, I don't know what language that was, he brings him into a room full of chickens and he says to the two brothers that have come to find their father, if you're, if you're looking for a woman, basically, these chickens will do until the women come. Uh, it was psychological, it, 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 it was called a dark comedy. It was yeah. a psychological nightmare. You can't Netflix, can you? It wasn't oh. on Netflix. I recommend you watch it. <laughs> no, watch it. It's called oh. Either Men and Chickens or Chickens and Men. Do you mix something in with How it? do you feel after eight glasses of whiskey? I'd feel a little bit angry. <laughs> I, oh, ang- I thought you might at least get a bit excited or happy. No, I'd be a bit angry if we go around the house cursing. <laughs> that they'd all be in bed. Cocksuckers, fuckers. <laughs> bastards. Looking at yourself in the they're 1800 like mirrors that you put around us. the kitchen. <laughs> they'd all be asleep in their beds and be walking around from room to room. What the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> and and the child, I fucking son sweets me bollocks. <laughs> the child wake up and then tell mammy the following morning. Daddy was in, in the bedroom last night, bumping to himself in the corner. <laughs> a lot of little bit of fun. <laughs> you and not a fun. I am sweet. Classic. Good luck to the dog. I drank you it. You look at the What are you looking at? <laughs> we have a cage for the dog, for the and puppy. And you, you go into I it. I go into it. So we have a... a Lion in the little dog cage. <laughs> we have a big cage for a big dog, so he, he trades the sleep and I just say, fuck, get the fuck up. I like it. I love it. <laughs> and you love the cage. I just love it. I yeah, won't cage me in. <laughs> you I, lock me, I lock myself into the cage, and then the kids come down in the morning, and I'm in the nip like the fucking <laughs> like an American werewolf in London waking up in the zoo. <laughs> Mammy, mammy. Daddy's been on the whiskey again. Daddy's asleep in the dog's cage. He's locked, he's locked in. And the size of it in the other cushions. <laughs> you know, the, the cage is right. Yeah, that's that fuck my cage. An American werewolf in Barna. <laughs> the commentary coming out the door. And, the, and here come Dublin! And the boys had run out in these tight shorts and they'd burst out with the pitch. And the seniors of today will be the juniors of tomorrow. And here comes Offaly! And this is it. Before the matches started, the old boys smoking cigarettes 950,000 at Innercrop. Come on! Swaying on the canal end. Sitting Swaying. on the roof. And lads sitting on roofs. Fuck. And here comes Offaly! <laughs> Kill, they'll kill coming out of the dressing room. Fucking come on, boys! We'll fucking once we get out of the pitch, we'll be fine. But fucking let's give it on the way out. They would run out, but none of this shite hawking. They would come out of the boot. Oh, oh. And the juniors of today will be the seniors of tomorrow. And here comes, and it's over the bar for awfully a three-point lead. Seamus Darby's been brought on it. <laughs> oh, there's no passion like that anymore, is it? There's no passion like that anymore. <laughs> Tight little shorts on them, the gussets. And your man in that. They had t- big bellies, though, you know. Yeah, some of them. and they were great men. They were great men. And all the there's Mikey no Sheehy and Ogie Morn and everything. Oh, men, mountain men. <laughs> 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 Willie Joe Padden, for God's sake. Great men. 
fast. <sighs> I love watching it. Oh man, just when the next time we all watch this, watch how fast they come out that fucking dressing room. Your boys are lit up, <laughs> lit up, with no Red Bull or nothing. Out they come, they kill. Yeah. You would kill back then. <laughs> Strong, majestic midfielders rising high and letting in big ball into the forwards. And it was, and all the, the stands the are packed, and there's no seats or nothing. It's just <laughs> no fags swaying. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you knocked a bit of crack out of that. God bless and good luck. you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.